Face to Face Games proudly presents Grand Prix Toronto, the first Grand Prix featuring the Hour of Devastation limited format, July 21st to 23rd. Come face pro players as they flex their muscles just one week before the Pro Tour. Every Grand Prix entry includes a sleep-in special and registered sealed pool for players with buys. Visit gptoronto2017.facetofacegames.com to register and learn more. ManaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to facetofacegames.com. Brian. Yes, Michael J. Business. No chit-chatting about which Patrick Rothfuss books are good or not good, nor how The Confusion by Neil Stevenson is the best written book, uh, or why you should read those Quicksilver, etc. books, and you're horrible that you've had them for years. And what about read. Saga action figures? Can we talk no about no talking about <laughs> Saga action figures. No talking about... What are these, like... Are those all... Alright, so... Pause... If you're listening and you're like, yo, where's the sound of beeping car horns? Why are there no crazy people attacking Michael J. with a hook hand? It's because we're actually in BDM study. This is like some sort of nerd heaven. It's a little messy. We've got stuff in between and out of storage. We just moved in, right, recently? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) ten months ago. A year (laughs) to me, you moved in yesterday. Yeah, ten months ago. What is... Hold on, I see... El Capitan, so I assume that that's like some kind of... I think of that's Stray Bullets early, number one. Early Stray Bullets has to be, I right? think it's Stray it's Bullets the only number thing one first printing. El Capitan ever which printed. Which shouldn't be just... No, laid it's out, number 12. I laid out like that. and But it's I, it's superimposed upon a 1970s aesthetic Wonder Woman. It's a record album. A record album? <laughs> it is a record album. It's still sealed. Songs and stories about the Justice League of America. Did I get the... The Flash story, the three faces of Mr. Big. Aquaman story, the defeat of the Dehydrator. Wonder Woman, the return of Brunhilde. Plastic Man, the, inven- the invasion of the Plastic Man, and Metamorpho. Fumo, the fire giant. Did I get the decade correct? I said uh, 70s. 1975. Look at that. 1975. And then there's real albums behind that. How, that doesn't count as a real album? No. Fumo, I, the I fire giant. We go, we go deeper than albums here. Are those eight in tracks? My, yes, they I are. once was in a car, and I didn't know, know what an eight track was, and I was, there was an eight track player. Yes, I have an eight track player. I don't have a record player, though. Look at all these Nick Hornby books that I've never heard of. What do you think by Nick Hornby? Songbook, Slam. I've read Nick Hornby books, but I've never yeah. heard of those. He's got, a, he's got a ton of stuff. How about Chester Himes? Brian, focus. We're all supposed right. to be talking about Magic the So no Battle for Zendikar lunchbox. <laughs> no... What about Neutral Ground case? No, none of that. No Martin what? Dang deck box. What about my Eric Klug... Altered Delver Secrets checklist card. Have you seen this? I've I've seen I've seen it only in facsimile. I agree. 
Brian, there are cards to be had. All right, so we're going to talk about Hour of Devastation cards today. Are we? So I, my kids, I sent them away. They're with their grandparents. Yeah. So I, I could pre-release all three nights. Oh, sick. That's what I was planning to do. But like, I, I don't know. If, like, nobody will Friday pre-release because like, I'm too old. Hmm. Because it starts at midnight, right? So I think yeah. I might go to Spider-Man instead. Oh, okay. Are you going to come to Complete Strategist with us on Saturday? I, that's what Lan and. Matt Ferrando were talking about that, but I was planning to play Uncommons. Is that horrible? No. I mean, you won't be stealing packs from us. Isn't it? Isn't it just like steal packs from children, bring them to John's? Is that the... <laughs> bring them to John's. There All is... packs go to John Finkel's house. So, uh, Hour of Devastation it's coming out this weekend. Uh, we still have a podcast that hasn't been posted. As we record this. I blame the country of Canada. Yeah, well, it was Canada Day somewhere in there. Right? Oh, well, there you go. So we're uh, not going to talk about every single card. Call. You want to talk about every card? I don't know. I don't know. Right. I don't know what's going to happen. All right, here, here you go. Well, well, you want to start talking about active heroism? I will talk about active heroism. Those are starting with white. <laughs> just to get, get, get it going. Active heroism. One in a white instant. Untapped target creature. It gets plus two, plus two until end of turn and can block an additional creature this turn. This seems like a pretty good limited pump there, spell. There are, there, are, you're, there are multiple, like if your opponent has white mana open in Don't this attack. limited format, there's there's a lot of blowout potential. You're just a moron. There's a lot of blowout potential. This is possibly the least devastating out of them. Of all the hours of devastation, this is the least. Uh, also, obviously, just a really good card with exert uh, as a way to, Oh yeah, you know, do 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 tricky things. Uh, not a constructed card. Uh, a card that you kind of mentioned as possibly a constructed card in our last podcast was Adorned Pouncer. Adorned Pouncer. It's is... a one white, one and a white for a one one creature cat. So there are like a lot of cat synergies to be had in this format, uh, and it has double strike. But it also has externalize three B three. Externalize. Oh, not externalize. I don't know why I keep thinking it's externalized. Maybe because I need glasses, Alice. Well, I was thinking like maybe there's so many Fox branded mutant heroes. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) The externals. So, first of all, this card is fencing ace, right? Right. Fencing. It's just fencing ace on the front end. Fencing ace was a constructed caliber card it was a high level tournament top eight caliber card this is the same as fencing ace uh but in cat form like you said there are some cat synergies separate uh free four four double striker for five you could do worse yeah i mean the the the, the eternalized creatures are going to be really interesting to see you know i mean obviously bombs in limited but you know this is this is just a real thing to do and constructed in a game. You know, wraths are back in this format. I think this card could be very good. Yeah, I I am interested. And again, if you have anything that's going to also put uh, cards into your graveyard, you know, if you have any kind of mulchy type of strategies, mm. you know, this is also something that you know eternalizing things back is a way to get value out of that. Uh, also. Uh, Anointed Procession has been kind of a sleeper deck that Sam Black has been playing in mm. Standard for a while now. And, uh, you know, this this seems like a, a perfect 
kind of thing to maybe go into something like so that. So you could potentially get two, two four, four double strikers. Or if you had two anointed processions, you'd get four of them. Well, how awful for the opponent. Yeah. So I, I, I like this card a lot. I'm, I'm curious to see, uh, you know, what you can, uh, what, what can happen with them. I mean, it, it's hard to get a lot of value out of a one, one for two, you know, but. It's a 1-1 one, one double strike for two. Sure. It's actually, it's good on defense, right? If the opponent has, like, only 1x creatures, it defeats them in battle. Right. Or x1 creatures. And also, it's just like a bear. Right. And again, if you have any of the any of the cat lords that are floating around. Yeah, but it's just a bear, right? Like, yeah. Like, you know, people play grizzly bears. Sort of. They have. They've done it. All right. So, uh, so you like that card? I do like it very much. Do you think, wait, wait, you know, go, go, going by our old rating system, what would you give that card? This card, yeah. role player, role player. Okay, uh, angel of condemnation. Everything's role player. I'm, I'm not committal. Yeah. <laughs> ah, role player. Uh, angel of condemnation is a card I really like. Um, so four mana for a three three flying vigilance, uh, and then it has, so it's two ww, and then it has two and a w tap. Exile another target creature, return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. Uh, and then it also has two white tap, exert Angel of Condemnation. So you exert it when you tap it, exile another target creature until Angel of Condemnation leaves the battlefield. So it's like a flying oblivion ring that can collect, you know, against like Aaron Riley. No removal Riley? No removal Riley, a, a familiar opponent of ours back in the neutral ground days. Uh, you know, against no removal, she never Riley. Had any removal against no removal, Riley. This card would be a flying oblivion ring that every other turn would just take out a creature without any fear of repercussion. Just exiled. <laughs> um, you think this is a constructed card? I, I don't know if it's a constructed card or not. Like I, I was talking to people online about this card today, and uh, there seems to be a lot of excitement for this as like a cube card. Or as, uh, you know, where basically, or, you know, certainly a card that could do some things in Commander. So the the sec the first ability, Exile Another Creature, and then it returns under its owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. It's like is, a you have, you could do restoration tricky, angel. You can do little tricky things with it. So, for example, you could, you know, keep a Braids uh, from ever being in play on your side in cube. Oh, okay. At the beginning of your turn. So you're never sacrificing anything and your opponent's sacrificing something every turn. Which is kind of cool. Uh, I don't I don't think this is I, I would be shocked to see this become constructed playable, but I don't believe this to be a constructed playable. But card. it's a sweet card and uh Although I would I, not be shocked to I, see it. I, in I will cubes. point out that a three three flying vigilance for four with none of the additional abilities is itself kind of offensive to like the, <laughs> the classical costing cards. If there's like Phantom Monster was a card once, you know? Yeah. Let's continue. All right. Angel the Godfarer, we can skip over. Why? It has cycling. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's, it's Two draw Therefore, therefore playable. Uh, Aven of Enduring Hope, Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Crested Sunmare, on the other hand, is a card. A horse under, Tribal. Horse Tribal. <laughs> a horse of another color here. It's white. 3WW. For a 5-5, five, five. Horse. other horses you control have indestructible. At the beginning of each end step, if you gained life this turn, create a 5-5 five, five white horse creature token. They're indestructible. 
Uh, yeah, I think this card is probably sweet. Sun Droplet? I mean, a man. Can they interest you in a Sun Droplet? Well, like, what if you just were playing a regular deck and you just played Dovin Bond on turn four and then, you know, plus Dovin Bond and then played Horse Tribal? You would have 10 power <laughs> of, of creatures in play. Like, you know, it looks like they, they could kill him, right? But you still have a 5 5. Right. You know, so this card is like. Some sort of crazy broodmate dragon if you play it correctly, right? Right. You just like I mean there remember there were like those There there are lands that come into play and give you life too. Yeah, I was thinking like the not temples or whatever they were, like you just like play you know not right now are there. Yeah, well there's there's at least one in in this format. Um let's see. I just saw it when I was going through the set. So for example, Crypt of the Eternals. When Crypt of the Eternals enters the battlefield, you gain one life. Taps to add colors to your mana pool, one and tap, and then it adds Grix, a, a Grix, one of Grixis to your mana pool. Oh, that seems like a really great card. Well, except it's a filter. I mean, you got to pay two mana for the color. Yeah, mana. but it, it comes into play untapped. Untapped. Yes. And it taps for colorless. Yeah. I don't need to, any of the Grixis colors in Horse Tribal. It's just... <laughs> yeah, so I mean, so that's a combo right by itself, right? You play your fifth land, it's Crypt of the Eternals, gain a life, play your horse. Yeah, like, there are, like, lifelink cats and stuff that could be friends with horse. I mean, I just think, like, Dovin Bond's an obvious way, like, Renewed Faith is an obvious way. The fact that you can get triggers on both your turn and the opponent's turn seem dumb to me. Yeah. It's, uh, it says... At the beginning of each end step. So if you have end like which is yeah, if you have any way to gain life each turn. I think this card is great. I don't know if anyone will play it. <laughs> I think it's great. Maybe maybe this is the deck. I, I want to build a deck to my uh eight-year-old, my niece's her eighth birthday is coming up. And watching Dana Fisher go to all these GPs at eight years old and try to make day two and playing all these decks. Like, I'm pretty sure I don't know Dana, but I'm just gonna assume my niece is smarter than her. Because my niece is awesome. Related to you. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I'm going to teach her. I think I think it's time. I'm going to teach her how to play magic. Maybe I'll build her a horse deck versus a cat deck to get oh, her started. Yeah, that's going to really encourage her to want to <laughs> travel and participate. In I don't want her. I don't necessarily want her to. Do, I She's going to go to that. the tournament and be like, oh, I was playing. I was like, I was so excited to play my horse tribal deck. And then I got destroyed. She's just never played magic yet. So I want to get her started. Yeah. So Anyway. Yeah, this card's sweet. Um, Dauntless Aven, flying 2-1 creature for 3, 2 and a W. Whenever Dauntless Aven attacks, untap target creature you control. Obviously, really good with Exert. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Not good enough. Not good enough. I mean, just it, I mean it's, it's going to be a fine limited card. Uh, the card that I'm actually interested to talk about, though, is Desert Hold. This is the Michael J. card of white. Because you do love a Faith's Fetters more than any human being on Earth. I do love a Faith's Fetters. Uh, I love the flexibility of Faith's Fetters. I love the gaining life of a Faith's Fetters. I love the clunky casting cost of a Faith's Fetters. That's really where I, I have my my main love. Now, this, this does not have the clunky casting cost. It's slightly better. It's disgusting at three. <laughs> at three. It's but, gross. But it uh, it doesn't have the flexibility of Faith's Fetters. So, fetters, so you can't, for example... Faith's fet- you can't play it, cast Desert Hold on a Planeswalker, for example. 
when Desert Souls enters the battlefield, if you control a desert, or there is a desert card in your graveyard, oh, it's, it's because they're cycling deserts. Yeah. You gain three life. Enchanted creature can't attack, block, and its activated abilities can't be activated. Huh. So this is like... This goes in right in Horse Tribal. It does go into Horse Tribal. Man, I mean, first I was just like, this card is a little clunky, but then you said it goes into Horse Tribal. <laughs> like, the problem with this card is like, this is a poor answer to a Verter's Gear Hulk. It is a poor answer to a Torrential Gear Hulk. It is a poor answer to a Winding Constrictor. It's a poor answer to Ishkana Graph Widow, right? Like, sure. It's like kind of horrible against all the cards that people play that are in excess of just a small amount of casting cost. Like, I. It's not good against horses. Yeah, it's not good against Horse Tribal. It's like only. A, I guess it's like kind of okay against Scrap Heap Scrounger. It's like actually interestingly. <laughs> interestingly, can mix it up with Scrap Heap Scrounger. That's, uh. That's okay. Yeah. Could have said vehicle. Vehicle yeah. would have been fine. I mean, that's horrible that they didn't do that. Um, yeah, not not a... I, so, is this something you would play? I wish it had Flash. <laughs> yeah. It's in competition with cast... Well, it's, so compare this to Stasis Snare. Right, that's exactly where I, what I was thinking about here. I think that Flash on Stasis Snare is actually a big part of its appeal. Yeah. Because you can get vehicles with I mean, it. people... Right, people did play Oblivion Ring without Flash, though. Yeah, but Oblivion Ring can take out, like, a... I'm going to say land... But it specifically couldn't take out a land. But you know what I mean when yeah. I say land. Non-land. Alright, Disposal Mummy we can dispose of. Jiru with eyes open. Is that how you say it? Jiru? That's how I say it. Until uh, until someone tells me otherwise. That's well, how but might it. someone tell you otherwise prior to the Pro Tour? They would tell me prior <laughs> yeah. to the Pro Tour. Speaking of prior to the Pro Tour. They better tell me prior to the Grand Prix, actually, since I'll be going to play my play at the Grand Prix. I uh, emailed... I mean, when I say I, I'm just like, a, a person, <laughs> unnamed, could be me, could be someone else, emailed Greg Collins today, or another day, <laughs> and this email that this person sent might have said something along the lines of, say someone were to write Josh Utter Beatings on their ballot, would the tabulatrixes be able to understand that? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> He said yes. Oh, nice. The tabulatrix is... Yeah. yeah. Greg, Greg, uh, Greg, Greg, Greg's up on his, you know, mid-2000s slang for people's names. Yeah. I miss, I miss, I was just, I was, well, I, or I or whoever wrote the email was just wondering for a friend. <laughs> if, in fact, that person... Wouldn't it be interesting is if someone else wrote the email and you were the friend they were writing it for? Oh, that would, that would Blow presuppose I had a friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Jiro with eyes open. 3WW for a human warrior. 4-3. So the stats aren't great. Horrible. Uh, That's like what you pay one mana for now. Yeah. Vigilance. Uh, but when Jiro with eyes open enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a Planeswalker card, reveal it, and put it in your hand. So you can demonic tutor. So you get a 4-3 for 5, but it also comes with a demonic tutor for Planeswalker. It's now my favorite. <laughs> Is it? Keep going. Uh, and then it says, if a source would deal damage to a planeswalker you control, prevent one of that damage. So, 
this card is actually pretty interesting. This is that's that's exactly where I'm at. I don't think I'm at good. No, but it's I'm very interesting. Stomp Howler, right? Like, what is my favorite kind of card? Indrik Stomp Howler, Dahlia's Lancers, um, Goblin Dark Dwellers. Costs about five, about a four four. I do love a Dark Dweller. Does a thing. Does one thing. This does two. This does three. Because you oh, get a body. Vigilance. You get a body. You know, I mean, I'm just saying, it's like you get a body and then it does two things when it Seems comes to play. Um, like, I think there's certainly matchups where you'd want it, right? Like a vigilance creature that, like, prevents the opponents from damaging your opponents. You could get Dove and Bonds to set up Horse Tribal. I mean, you, you, I mean, you play this also. It, it has its second effect. You know, for Sorcerer deal damage, a Planeswalker you control prevent one of their damage is very similar to a Planeswalker by itself. Yeah. I think this card could be good. Interesting. It's, like, just in the same group as, like, I think, like, Thalia's Lancers is a pretty good card. Like, what's better, this or Thalia's Lancers? Thalia's Lancers costs four? Five. It costs five also? If Thalia's Lancers costs four, everyone would be playing it right now. Yeah, I mean, I just assumed I don't know what it costs, because no one's ever played one. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. People don't played know it before. Yeah. I want to say Kaladesh. People may play it again now with some of the cards that are being banned. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I like I like this card. I'd be curious to see if anyone can uh, find find a role for. It. I mean, you you also just get to get a planeswalker and maybe trade with something on the board. But five is a lot. No, I don't think so. It's like similar to Athalia's Lancer. I mean, like Goblin Dark Dwellers cost five. It looks like a pretty powerful and defining card. Yeah, but I guess you don't have to pay for the card a second time. I guess that's part of the allure. But Goblin yeah. Dark Dwellers can miss. Yes, like this doesn't really miss. Well, it could you could have drawn your you could have drawn your card. You have, like, one Planeswalker in your deck, and you drew it? Yeah. Yeah. Juror's Renunciation. It's a cycling card. It'll be fine. Dutiful Zombie. Dutiful Servants. Whatever. Um, Well, I think that card's pretty good. Dutiful Servants? No. Or Juror's Renunciation? Yeah, like, remember that card um, that Hain used to win the Pro Tour? The Miracle Angels card? Entreat the Angels? No, like, tap two guys for two, flashback two. Yes. This is like that, but it's cycling. Yeah, it doesn't flashback. Yeah, cycling instead. Yeah. But you don't get the... Any, I, I, I think it's kind of a pooper. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to call this a pooper. It's came, fine. It's good and limited. This came out of somebody's butt? Yeah, this came out of All somebody's right. butt. You heard it or, here I'm first. I'm not sure. If to call something a pooper might mean that it is expelling things from its own butt. Oh my gosh. That's a good point. Yeah. So like, sure. I never understand what Wang says. I could never tell if he's giver or receiver in any of his slang. And speaking of pooping, dutiful servants. It's a terrible joke. Uh, Gideon's Defeat. So here's a... Uh, we got a cycle of these kind of, like, sideboard cards. Defeat? Well, why do they have to be sideboard? Well... Because it's exile target white creature that's attacking or blocking. Well, this one probably. This one, yes. So things that are color color specific, color hosers. So it's white for an instant. Exile target white creature that's attacking or blocking. If it was a Gideon Planeswalker, you gain five life. So is this card going to find its way into sideboards at Pro Tour Hour of Devastation? Yeah, it's great. Yeah? It's great against like the 3-2 for 1 mana. Right, so this this gives you a, an answer to Toolcraft Exemplar and an answer to Gideon. Right, and it um yeah you gain I, more. Than, let me tell you something. If you get a Toolcraft Exemplar on turn one, you're gaining a lot more than five life. 
Yeah, it's similar to like a a fatal push. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's got to be a pretty specific. What is this, watermelon soda? No, it's beer. Why does it have watermelon on it? Because it's a watermelon, watermelon beer. beer. Yeah, it's great. It sounds fruity. It's not. It's very dry. Yeah. I can give you one if you'd like. No, thanks. <laughs> All right. I need to stay sharp for the, the Top A Magic podcast. Okay. Okay. I do not. <laughs> uh, God Pharaoh's Faithful. Uh, so this is another card that's. I just kind of get it. some very color specific things on it. I don't think, yeah, this card's never. It's an 04 for one. 04 for one. It's good. You like the role player? Wait, what's Yoked Ox? Yeah. What's Yoked Ox? Just so 04 for one. Yeah, okay. Yoked Ox played to the top eight of a Star City Open. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so whenever you play. This a, is just better than a Yoked Ox, right? Whenever you play a blue, black, or red spell, you gain one life. So imagine that you had this card and Horse Tribal. <laughs> No, sure. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, okay. Like, it's. I think this card's very good. Huh. Very good. Not just good. Like, definitely we'll see play. Okay. 100%. Okay. Uh, I would stake this podcast's reputation on that. <laughs> um, Hour of Revelation. 3-W-W-W. Sorcery, Hour of Revelation costs three less to cast. If there are ten or more non-land permanents on the battlefield, semicolon, yes you, Sam Black, destroy all non-land permanents. I mean, nothing to see here, right? This isn't an interesting card at all. I mean, this this card's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah. It could be a three casting cost of Chroma's Vengeance. Right. And at six casting cost, it's just a six casting cost... A chroma a chroma stretch cost six and was very playable. Yeah. Um, I mean, ten non how often do you feel like there Who are cares? ten non lane permanents on the battlefield? It doesn't matter. You think that that's just a distraction, that's a red herring? I think like you get I think that blue decks get paid sometimes. Right? Like we're like a, a weird long game, you get it and then you have counterman open. But like it's just good. Do you think this is the best white card we've seen so far? No. What do you think is better than this? Uh, Gideon's Defeat will see more play. I think that uh, you scroll up. Uh, I, I think that... Um, I mean, I really like the Fencing Ace. I think that the Horse Tribal is the most interesting card. Right. But they're, you know... It, it's, I, all those cards will see play. Okay. Well, maybe not a horse talk. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're really trying to remake the world around. <laughs> well, I think, around. Every, I think everyone's everyone's got yeah, their yeah, but it's like they got their hoof it's into got some serious brutal dragon action. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, when you say it like that, like the idea that you might just like drop this guy and then have two five fives. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, Mummy Paramount is a two two for two zombie. Uh, one in a white, and whenever another zombie enters the battlefield under your control, it gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. You know, black-white zombies was the thing. Maybe this sees, maybe this gets in, maybe it doesn't. Um, I don't see this being better than either of the white zombies that are currently in rotation on that strategy. Okay. Uh, Oketra's Avenger. Uh, one and a W for three-one. You may exert Oketra's Avenger as it attacks. When you do, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt to it this turn. So, decent stats. A 3-1 for 2. 
not, people aren't realistically going to play this in Constructed, are they? I mean, they, they already have plenty of options in the Exert deck. I mean, I mean they could like, be playing Glory Bound Initiates Which is like over a this. great multi-format card. Yeah, or like, yeah. Eh. I can have that one, or I can just exert this and maybe hope nobody will block it <laughs> one time. Well, I assume if you're exerting this, you're in constructed. You're doing something that cheats. All right. You know what I mean? Your your trial of solidarity, or you're um, always watching, or you're you're doing something that's cheaty with it. All right. You're not you're not tapping it and hoping they don't block, right? Like, <laughs> you're just like push. Everybody's vigilant. Here everybody's here exerted. Comes my three one. Yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. I I don't I don't think that card's gonna make much of a ripple uh, in the format. Yeah. Oh, Catcher's Last Mercy. On the other hand, do you think that will make a lot? I, th I think it might. I could see. I think it'll be played. I think that there's you know people have talked a little bit. You hear people talking a little bit about the fog deck. This card is pretty sweet in the fog deck. Yeah, yeah. I think this card's playable. You don't care, like you know, if you go you're like you're like fog, fog, fog. All right, go back up to twenty. Okay, right, my lands mercy says my my lands don't untap. Okay, one, one ww sorcery. Your life total becomes equal to your starting life total. Lands you control don't untap during your next untap step. A couple of problems with this card. Yeah. Number one. Pre, it's not like Gerard's Wisdom, right? No. Gerard's Wisdom, if you're at 20, you go up to like 34 or yeah. something, right? Okay. Like, that's cool. That means that if you're going to get paid by this card, you got to get beat up. You got to get I, beat up. I think this card goes in a deck like uh, a fog deck, a turbo fog. Okay. But, like, how bad are you? How much life do you want to gain with this card? I, I want to gain 10 life with this card. Okay. 10 life. That's a princely amount of life for 3 mana. Sure. How often... So that's what you want to gain, right? Right. How often do you think you're going to gain 10 versus, like, 6? I mean, if I gain 6, that's probably fine. But the thing is, in, in the specific yeah. deck that I'm talking about, I can choose where and when... You're getting beat up. I get beat up, right? I can be like, okay, oh, you're, you're tapping out to haste this thing. Okay, I'll take that. Now I'll untap. Now I'll do this. My only argument is if you're willing to take gain six, you could be playing with renewed faith. That does not have this despicable drawback. Maybe. Lands you control don't untap during your next untap step. Can't we play both in our... In our... Yeah, but one of them puts you to 26 sometimes. This sure. never puts you back to 20. I understand. I, I, I would be shocked if a fog... I, I wouldn't be shocked if a fog deck played this. I would be shocked if a deck played four. I think this card's playable. I don't think it's very good, though. Okay. Uh, a card that I know is intriguing to a lot of people is Overwhelming Splendor. 6WW. It's an aura curse. So it enchants a player. Creatures enchanted player controls lose all abilities and have base power and toughness 1-1. One, one. Enchanted player can't activate abilities that aren't mana abilities or loyalty abilities. So they can still do stuff with their Planeswalkers, and they can still tap their Noble Hierarchs for mana. But they, they can't crack a fetch land, for example, with this out. This card seems terrible to me. This card's I mean, this card's really interesting. Yeah, but, I mean, would you play it? Well, I mean, I'm not going to play it if I have to pay eight for it. How much mana do you have to spend to kill somebody with the blue-green Nissa? 
How much mana? Like, can I... But the thing is, I can cheat this into play with, like, a Bitterheart Witch, right? Isn't that the one that lets me... Like, uh, you know, do funny things... I don't know. I with don't know curses. About witch. Yeah, when, when Bitterheart Witch... Uh, dies, search your library for a curse and attach it to target player, then shuffle your library. Which is 4B. What format is that in? I believe it's going to be... I believe that would be modern. <laughs> like, I'm not... <laughs> this is not a realistic scenario. Um, yes, that would be modern. Alright, fine. Just a, an interesting card, if you can find ways like that to cheat it out. I want to look up that blue-green Nissa. I mean, it's pretty sweet to, uh... I mean, Nissa's blue-green X. Yeah, how much do you have to ca tap to kill somebody? Well, I mean, a lot, since you only get to make two five-fives to turn, you know, when you ultimate her. Or whatever it is. You don't, you don't get to do, you know, you don't get to just kill them. I feel like I can kill them. But uh, uh, Overwhelming Splendor is a pretty sweet card. I mean, I could see people playing this in Legacy, actually. Yeah? Yeah. So, you go... You go show and tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go Overwhelming Splendor. Oh, by the way, nice fetch lands. Mm. Nice Emrakul. Yeah, it makes them into one ones. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty horrible for them. Hold on, I'm checking this card out. Oh, this only gets you for ten. Yes, that's not gonna kill you. Yeah, but it's eight to get you for ten. Yeah, similar to this. All right, it doesn't kill you. I think this card's interesting. I, I, I so I know people have been citing humility in legacy decks. Um, it costs half the mana. It does, but mostly they're sideboarding them in. For sneaking for show and tell. Okay. So it's kind of a kind of a cool uh it's kind of a cool card to show and tell in. I don't know. I don't know if anyone will do it or not, but I it's I'm curious to see. Uh Sandblast is a card we talked a little bit about if your opponent has white mana up. Yeah. You don't want to uh you know, different things that, they're gonna always have sandblast. It's a small set. And limited. They always have the sandblast. Your creatures are going to take five. Your creatures oh, or take either five. that or your driveway will be very clean. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's, a, here's an interesting card at Uncommon. Saving Grace. One W for an enchantment or a flash. Enchant creature you control when it enters the battlefield. Prevent uh, all damage that would be dealt this turn to you and permanents you control is, in dealt, is dealt to enchanted creature instead. Enchanted creature gets plus zero, plus three. This is like a pariah? Sort of like a pariah, yeah. You gotta get this in play before the damage is dealt, right? Uh, before the damage is dealt. But it has flash, so you can be like, okay, no blocks. You know, they're like, okay, overwhelming. You know, they, they, they do something to, like, pump all their guys. They cast hatred. <laughs> okay? And then you flash this into play and It'd put be it on your creature. Even better creature. if you could enchant the opponent's creatures. Yes, it would obviously be better if you could enchant your opponent's creatures. <laughs> um, is, this, is this card... I, mean, I like this card, but... Uh, I, I think, think it's, it's pretty I mean, cool. It's, it's like pretty good counter counterspell losing the game, right? Right. And and in some cases, like where your opponent just has like a couple of like dorky guys, 
you know, and is trying to get into some race scenario. But you can also just gain a bunch of momentum, right? Yeah. Like, you just could put it in a situation where the creature even lives. Yeah, that, that's what I'm you saying. Have like a bigger creature. Or, or, again, or if you have some creature that can't take damage. You know what I mean? That's indestructible. What kind of sorcery is that? Or has protection from red against a red deck. Mm. You know? Something like that. Okay. You know, you could do that. That would that would be pretty swell. Um, Alright. So, moving on. Solemnity. This is a card people are pretty excited about. Players can't get counters. Counters can't be put on artifacts, creatures, enchantments, or lands. So two and a W. Your dreadship reef, dead. It's dead. Mike. It's taps for color. It's dead. Taps for color. It's dead. I'm just telling. Taps for color. Um, I think this card is really weird and also clunky and heavy-handed. Okay. It's like, like would would this be better or worse or more interesting or less interesting or what if it were around earlier in the Kaladesh cycle so that it could have interacted with Marvel's Aether Hubs? Well, that sure. Kind of stuff more. I mean, there's a bunch of cards in he in this set that are clearly designed to deal with cards. That are banned. I mean, it's just kind of like, oops. I mean, this card is at its strongest if you're going first in modern, right? You just play it. You don't lose to infect very easily. Right. Um, but it also has other things that it's good at. Like, you could just actively play it as a combo. You could, like, have, like, this card and Kitchen Fix, for example, and it could right. take the place of a Malira combo. Right. Um. It's also pretty good against Infect decks, right? Yeah, if you have it, they can't win easily. They have to do something. Um. Uh, I think there. Uh, I think there's an argument you would sideboard it in against Affinity decks if you had it in your sideboard. Okay. It's not like the most exciting thing, but <clears throat> it can counter multiple Arcbound Ravagers, like especially if you're going first, and it turns off Ink Moth Nexus, so. Let me show you a card. I don't know how you're getting this card into play. Here, it's gonna, you have to see it on the computer. It's on a different oh. screen. But you could somehow get a Decree of Silence into play yeah. with Solemnity. Just counter everything. Your opponent can never play another spell. They can. The card, they would just be countered. Yes. But like if you had a Bosiju, for example, you could defeat that card. Oh, you always have a Bosiju, Mike. I know about how to beat your <laughs> stupid Decree of Silence combos, Brian. This isn't uh, my first rodeo. This isn't my first time trying to defeat a blue deck with inferior white spells. Uh, another card that uh, this card works very well with is Dark Depths. Oh, yeah, you just insta-win, right? Right. Art counters can't be put on lands, so your Dark Depths comes into play with no counters on it. Yeah, it's and, just a weird card, right? Like, I think that it will see play proactively and defensively. I think this is actually going to be one of the most impactful cards in the set. Multi-format, right? Yes. Because it's only okay in standard, right. I think. It doesn't say counters can't be put on Planeswalkers, because then it would be pretty standard playable, too. Oh, I mean, then <laughs> it would just be a four of an every day, right? Uh, it's, not, it's not good enough eating up fairy godmothers yet. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, solitary camel. About as good as it sounds. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's all we need to tell you about like, Scarred. Not only is it just a, a creature type camel, <laughs> but it has no friends. It's not. It's like where did everyone go? Oh, we're all hanging out at the horse's place. The oh, horses. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> that's why he's solitary. Horse, horse tribal's place yeah. is like live. It's oh, no. lit. Yeah. Oh my god! They've yeah. got so many saga action figures. The cats are coming over. Oh. <laughs> The cats are throwing the party. Are you kidding? The solitary camel. I cost three. I mean, he has lifelink. Theoretically, he could get in there in Horse Tribal. I have lifelink as long as you control a desert. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> I don't even think that's a picture of a camel. That's like a dromad, right? It <laughs> yeah, only has one hump. Camels have two humps, right? Is that true? I don't know. I, I they do their research there. I'm sure. I'm sure it's still qualified. Look up. Look. Just. I know that we don't look things up, but We're you're looking, looking stuff up dromad. Up dromad. I mean, I don't know. If dromad's even a word. It's a word. Dromads are giant camels with no humps with used no on humps. used on as mounts on the plain of Ravnica. That's not a real definition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dromad is uh All right. Yeah, just to, like type in what is a camel with one hump. Google will be like <laughs> it's a camel moron. <laughs> I believe it's called a camel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Every time I look up Dromad, all I get is Ravnica cards. I wish all I got were Ravnica cards. Yeah, but instead we get this solitary camel. Hi, guys. <laughs> I was wandering around the desert. I was like, can I come to Horse Tribal's party? <laughs> I have Life Link. I mean, no, get out of your I mean, solitary he, he camel. Could, he could, in theory, contribute something if he was invited to the party, but he is not. Come on, Mike. <laughs> I'm so close to an Earl Mass. <laughs> he really is very close. <laughs> if he was a 3-3, you would not be... Are you kidding? If he you were a 3-3, I would be throwing him a party. Um, Steadfast Sentinel. This is four mana, three and a W for a human cleric with vigilance. It's a two three, and then it has eternalized for six. Yeah, this card is too not good. Yeah. <laughs> Steward of Solidarity. Uh this is a two two for one and a W, and it's a human warrior, and it has tap exert steward of solidarity, create a white white a one one white warrior creature token with vigilance. It's a pretty interesting card. It's a two two for two. Right? Yeah. Which is, you know, that's just industry standard. And then it has, like, a a powerful card advantage ability. But but it only can use that ability every, every other, other turn. turn as it stands. Yeah, but, like, you could just have him on D and then yeah. make it every other turn. Probably it's not good enough for standard. Probably this is going to be a card that destroys Aaron Riley Unlimited. <laughs> She really no. I'm, she doesn't even, have. She removal. just doesn't have removal. I mean, that's that's her name. Yeah, no removal, Riley. Yeah, like you know, like if if you, it's like excellent technical play, Turtenwald, right? It's <laughs> it's very similar, right? Like, uh, Sun Scourge always has it black. <laughs> you know, um, five color woods. Sun Scourge champion two and a W for two three human wizard. 
When it enters the battlefield, you gain life equal to its power. So you gain two life when it comes to play the first time. And then eternalize 2WW discard a card. Um, and then so it comes into play as a 4-4. So it gains you four life the second time you play it. By the way, that discard a card doesn't have to be a drawback. You could just because you could have some card. You could have some pretty poopy eternalize. Like you could have the what you call it guy from the you know from from a uh you could have an adorned pouncer yeah who you could discard setting it up and set it up on turn five i think so, this card's okay i think it, it, it's not bad anyway like i i think that if eternalizer come on guys <laughs> i have such you a could just similar disc- casting you could just five. discard a solitary camel i'm three two instead <laughs> of two three uh i have lifelink Sometimes. <laughs> Unconventional tactics. He's a very articulate camel. He really he is. He can talk well. He really is. And you know, it's funny, because they just put peanut butter on his teeth yeah. to make his lips move, and then some guy voice some guy like did all the voiceovers in his studio. Shut up. Yeah. So don't don't let him fool you. It's just a voice actor. Brian, you're giving yeah. away all I think of it was, my secrets. I think it was Seth Rogen, actually. <laughs> As the solitary camel. Now I have no That's friends. That's the magic movie that gets made. <laughs> <laughs> It's some stoner comedy with Seth Rogen as the solitary camel of Magic the Gathering film. Brian, I have no friends and now no secrets. We, we, there should probably be a solitary camel Twitter account. I'm just yeah. saying. Uh, unconventional tactics. 2W for sorcery. Target creature gets plus three, plus three, and gets flying until end of turn. When... Ever a zombie enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay W. If you do, return unconventional tactics from your graveyard to your hand. My god. This card have a lot of text for a constructed unplayable. Man, it's really... In- I, I love any card, though, that comes back from the graveyard. I have to at least think about it a Yeah, little. I mean, it's fine. Like, it's gonna annoy people in Mental Magic. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> this will probably never come up in Mental Magic. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I don't know, would you, would you love this card in Limited? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. Yeah, right? absolutely. If you drafted the correct deck. Absolutely. You know, think about, like, turn five, and you just, you know, you get in with this, you play. It, is it weird that zombies are white now? I guess mummies are zombies? Yeah. Is that their thing? Yeah, They're yeah. wrapped in white yeah. cloth? yeah. They mixed it up. That's racist. No. No. Zombies should be black. Because that's just... That's just how it's always been. Yeah. I don't like change. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. They they mixed it up. There's there's red-blue goblins, Mike. Shut up. I mean, they're merf- merfolk goblins. <laughs> What's up with that? Was that just like, you know... Like, I don't know. I just somebody like, fell in love with somebody else across yeah. the pond. Nobody wants to hear about your mummy issues. Oh, yeah. Vizier of the True, three W for three two. Uh, you may exert Vizier of the True as it attacks. Whenever you exert a creature, tap target creature and opponent controls. That's a really cool. This card. This guy. This guy's just super sweet and limited. Like this is a bomb. I think in limited. Uh, if it had haste, sure. It but but it, but it does sort of have haste, because you don't have to exert vis- the vizier. You could play the vizier 
with two exert creatures. But you have to have play. exerters in play. Well, though, let me right? tell you, that's what we're gonna do, right? Like that's the plan. No, man. Like I was thinking that red guy was like, remember he was like R three for a three two when he you can make people not block, but you could just do the R two on, on on crop crasher. No, I don't remember what his name was. I played him in a pro tour. Though. Oh, oh, I know what you're. I see what you're, you're saying. Feeling attack. You're talking about the return to yeah. hand. But I, I like this card a lot, actually. Like, if you have, in limited anyway, if you have a couple of exert creatures, you just play him and then you just get through. Yeah, that's true. Or you want to just uh, go through the lands, maybe? Because we we mentioned some of them already. Okay. Before we break. And we talked about deserts, so. So the deserts are part of the aesthetic. I mean, they're no Nicol Bolas, but you know, they're part of it. All right, so we talked about Crypt of the Eternals. This car- card is great, I think. You do? Yeah, it's great. Comes into play untapped. And co- I mean, colorless. Colorless is a color of mana you need to make sometimes. Gaining life is sweet. But well, and again, if we're going to play horse, horse tribal. Yeah. Um, that's a card that lets you actually just go broodmate dragon without any other assistance. Yeah, you could just play this as your fifth land and then land horse tribal, tap it for colorless, and you're you're right there. And the fact that it's it taps for blue could be good because you might want to have Dovin Bond in your horse. Right. Tribal. Well, you're, you're again it. it doesn't tap for blue. It it taps. It with taps one, ish it, for blue. Yes, you got to you got to sink another mana into it. So that didn't read and shape and play like some sort of horrible land like this. It tapped for all five colors, but didn't gain a land life. Possibly was it a was it a spirit or something like know. elemental some land? Some kind of horrible land. But then like read went five one on day one with it at world or something. Okay. So then there's, there's five deserts: desert of the fervent, desert of the glorified. Desert of the Indomitable, Desert of the Mindful, and Desert of the True. And they all are lands that come into play tapped, make a basic color of mana, and have cycling for one and a color mana of their cost. So it's so, a little restrictive because the cycling has a colored cost right. and an additional So, for colorless. example, Desert of the Fervent makes red, but it also cycles for one and a red. Yeah, I think this might be playable. Well, I mean, there's certainly, we talked about a couple of different cards, including Solitary Camel, that have some value for just even having deserts in, yeah, your graveyard. in the graveyard. So. I think they might be playable. I think they're not going to be super popular. They have a lot going against them. I think, I think we have to also just go a little further into the set to just figure out the desert synergies, right? Sure. Like, through white, Green it's not. has some good ones. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they very, do. very good. Uh, Dunes of the Dead, uh, add colorless. It's also a desert. It's also a desert. desert. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you when they're not deserts at this point. Um, when Dunes of the Dead is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, create a two-two black zombie creature token. That's a cool. It's a cool card, but you need to. How do you get it in the graveyard? Well, that's 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 the puzzle you need to solve here. Like, if you had, like, a dust bowl, you could sack this to a dust bowl. Done. Get their land, and then... Conley, you get that? Yeah, Conley Conley, 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 Conley knew. Conley had that. Um, Endless Sands. Uh, Also, if you had something like a Braids, right? Yeah. Like, you know... Oh, that'd be great with a Braids. Because then you get, like, multiple sacks off of it. Uh, Endless Sands. uh, Tap to add colors to your mana pool. Two and tap. Exile target creature you control. Just exile it. Exile. Nothing it. about coming back. <laughs> well, four tap sacrifice endless sands. Return each creature card exiled with endless sands to the battlefield under its owner's control. This is like a really convoluted card. This is, isn't this like um, Sorrow's Path or something? I mean, like 
I think that I might want to think about this card if the first ability that's two in a tap just was a tap. <laughs> like, you're just doing a lot of work for nothing. You know what I mean? No, it's not Sorrow's Path. That's not the card I was thinking of. It's just, the thing is, there's no way to cheat here, because you, well, it's forcing you to use all this so, mana. So, in a, in, a for, in a thing, that, in a situation, I guess, where you're like, okay, I'm going to sit here on my land, I have mana open, I'm doing stuff, to, let's just say blue-white flash. Yeah. Okay? That's the best example. Let's just say somehow you're playing blue-white flash, and you have endless sands. And so you're like, I'm going to leave my mana up, I might counter something, I might do something, I might... And they're like, kill your guy. And you're like, okay. Hide him. Hide him untap do something else you go okay hide them and then you're saying it's expensive to hide them this way it is it is but like if you're playing some kind of like grindy game and then you're like okay now i'm gonna wrath or i'm gonna clean the board up with this and then i get to use this at some way end of your turn sacrifice this everything comes back i could see a scenario where you know you want to play a card like this not me. No. I can't even imagine wanting it's, to ever I do see this. playing one. It's expensive. I know it is. I don't know. It's interesting to me. All right. Uh, Hashep Oasis is a desert. So it comes to play untapped. Yep. comes to play untapped. Adds colors to your mana pool. You can tap it and pay one life to add green to your mana pool. Or you can pay one GG tap. Sacrifice a desert. Doesn't have to be this desert. Target creature gets plus three, plus three until end of turn. Activate this ability only any time you could cast a sorcery. Eh, those very sky games. <laughs> four, four mana for, for a not tricky pump spell. You don't see this going into like, uh, I don't know, say infect. All right. No. <laughs> it's expensive. It is. It's four. very expensive. Uh, Hostile Desert. This one I could get behind. Tap, add colors to your mana pool, also a desert. Two, exile a land card from your graveyard. Hostile Desert becomes a 3-4 elemental creature until end of turn. It's still a land. That's like a really cheap activation. That really is. Yeah. So, you get to just... And it's a good body. And yeah. it comes into play untapped, right? Yeah, it does. I think this card's good. Yeah, you have to just have a way to, you know, I don't know, you know, I mean, I guess in Evolving Wilds or... Sacrificing deserts to these other desert cycles. Yeah. Maybe that's how you get them. Yeah, or cycling your... Actually, yeah, there's there's ten cycling lands in this format. guys. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Too many deserts. Uh, I won't have lifelink anymore. If near Deadlands, this works the same way as the Hushep Oasis, except for black mana. And then it's ultimate is 2bb <laughs> ultimate small you yeah it 2bb tap sacrifice a desert put two minus one minus one counters on target creature and opponent controls activate this ability only anytime you could cast a sorcery this card's kind of sweet kind of cool yeah. this one's kind of sweet i mean contagion limited limited all-star i'm gonna guess it depends if you have enough deserts brian yeah um ipnu rivulet uh, this is the same thing as the others, except for blue. And it has one U, Sacrifice the Desert, target player puts the top four cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Seems awful. Yeah. But seem. maybe it's great. <laughs> Probably not great. It's not great. Uh, Ramanap Ruins. 
Uh, this also has is a red same card. Same cycle. Same cycle. Uh, two RR, tap, sacrifice a desert. Ruminap, ruins, deals two damage to each opponent. It's got better art on it than the last lightning bolt did. <laughs> uh, you know, this seems like some reject. I think lightning bolt was going to be reprinted in this set, and then they changed their mind and used the art on this mountain. That's my guess. Well, I think this card's pretty good. Yeah. It's a good closer. It can't be countered. Right. Like, so where are you, like, the the place that you would play a card like this is modern? Well, I don't know. Just play it in a deck. Yeah? Like, if you had the Hour of Promise, for example, which can go get lands, it could go get deserts so it can activate itself, you probably want to have, like, if it's like, you know, just think, looking forward to green, Hour of Promise... Uh, is five casting costs for like an explosive vegetation that can get any kind of lands. Okay. But if you have three deserts in play, it also makes two 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 zombies. So one of the things that's cool about it is like let's say you only have one desert in play, you can go get two other deserts. So you now you have three deserts in play to satisfy its condition. Probably you want to get some deserts with some utility. You right. Know? So I don't know which ones you want, but I mean a desert with utility is scavenger ground, which is tap add colors to mana pool, but then has the utterly bullshit line of two, tap, sacrifice a desert, exile all cards from all graveyards. Mm. This card's utter bullshit. I think it's a little slow. Yeah, well, I just hate it. Yeah? Yeah, I just hate it. I could see wanting to play this card, though. Especially if your opponents are, like, all full of externalize. Sure. Or mulching and... Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, I can see playing this. I like lands coming to play on tap, so. Yeah, and it it does come into play on tap. Shefet Dunes, uh, this is the white card in that desert cycle. 2WW, Sacrifice the Desert. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one until end of turn. Activate this ability only anytime you could cast a sorcery. So it's a temporary, like, uh, overrunny type effect. Very small. Last land. Uh, Last land is Survivor's Encampment. Also a desert. Uh, so there are plenty of deserts, if that's what you want to do. Uh, mostly uncommons. More than the 10. Cycling, but the cycling ones are all common. So there, there, are no, there is no shortage of deserts available to you. Um, Survivor's Encampment. Tap to tap an untapped creature you control. Add one mana of any color to your mana pool. They're similar to the ally land. Yeah. This card's kind of interesting. Because it's sort of... Gives your creatures a little pseudo-haste in terms of... Oh, that's true. In terms of being like a bird. Yeah, in terms of being a bird. All right. So that's that was... White and lands. lands. Um, do we have any closing thoughts? Uh, yeah, so which cards, which cards are you most excited about uh, from white? From white, I like um, the Fencing Ace type guy. Uh, so you, you really like uh, Adorned Pouncer? Yeah. I mean, Horse Tribal is the most most thought provoking, so crested, crested Sunmare. Yeah, um, I'm excited about Solemnity. I'm curious to see what kind of crazy Solemnity will be played. Our hour of is it reckoning? Yeah, is uh hour of revelation. Revelation, sorry, is going to be going to be popular as well. Yeah, and then uh, I, I, I'm excited to do something with Angel of Condemnation, but not in standard. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs>